TPS Radio 426. Um, I guess first things first, we'll talk about the ESPN layoffs. They laid off about 100 employees, which range from, I guess, journalists to on-air TV personalities. Um, pretty much there's 50 names you will recognize if you follow ESPN, and then there's 50 you kind of won't. Um, basically, I think they got tied up with a lot of contracts with the league deals. Um, they owed uh, 12, they have a $12 billion deal with the NBA, a $15.2 billion deal with the NFL, and a $7.3 billion deal for the college football playoffs. They've lost 10 million subscribers in recent years. Um, so I think they just got caught up here, and a lot of these guys demanded a lot of money. So we're hoping that they're going to bring in some young guns to kind of fill that void for content and then pay them less, I guess. What do we think? Yeah, I think this uh – is this is ESPN realizing the fact that all their future commitments, like you mentioned, those contracts, you know, something like March Madness, you know, covering March Madness for the next couple of years, covering NBA playoffs, you know, Sunday Night Baseball, all these future commitments finally caught up to them. They realize they don't have the money to pay all these contracts with all the, the current contracts with the employees and the big names such as Carl Ravitch and Jason Stark. Um, so they had to let them go. And um, I think they're trying to do this now so that they don't have it ten times worse in, let's say, five years. So I think it was a move that they had to make. Luke? Yeah. I mean, you pretty much said it. I guess, you know, it's good for young guys, young guys like us trying to get in the business. So is it, though? There. Is it, though? What is it, though? A hundred, a hundred jobs just got laid off. I say at least 60 of those are going to be looking for positions. So there, there's 60 new young guys that will work for... Thirty-five grand a year, right there. Right. So. I don't know if it, if it definitely helps us, but it certainly doesn't hurt us. Yes. There's no way it could be a negative for us. I think it's a little bit of a positive, you know. With uh, it's negative for ESPN rather than price. It's right. ESPN saying like maybe we're not as popular as we once were, and so on. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean, losing 10 million subscribers, that's like a lot of their base right there. The competition is starting to catch up to them. Yeah, and everybody's going digital. Um, This one guy who wrote a book about ESPN uh, sent out some sort of quote today that said, they've decided one way to do this is to change their approach to content and rely more heavily on digital. This has enabled them to go of a big chunk of to let go of, of of a big chunk of their recent talent base. So I guess I guess that's just the way it is. So it's a business at the end of the day. Um, I don't really watch any of the shows anymore. You know, like you're just going through Twitter to find out the news or see the highlights. You're not. It's not like 2005 anymore where you would sit in front of the TV and be watching Sports Center two times over and seeing the same stuff. I mean, that's the way it was, right? right? I mean, for us growing up, like that's the way it was. It's not like that anymore. So you have to adjust with the times. So hopefully, it's good news for us at least. But uh, there's a lot of people definitely pretty upset today. So yeah. I definitely feel bad for them. Definitely. Um, I guess we'll go into the NFL mock draft. How do we want to do this? Um, do we want to just go through kind of the top ten picks here, or talk about more so? Um, I know you had some somebody who wanted to call in a call in. Yeah, we have we've yet to do a call in this year. We do um, one. We did. Charger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay, so um, what we can do is just go through. I guess our top tens. Um, I think. Can we all agree that Miles Garrett's going number one tomorrow night? Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there trying to say that he shouldn't go number one. Like, he has a poor work, work what ethic. What did Warren Sapp say? Like he came Warren out and Sapp was him, like, right? Yeah, Warren Sapp was like, I don't know why this guy's up there. He said he's got, like, you know, 
you got he's got those flashy plays a game, but where is he the rest of the game? Where are those? Yeah, like, he said he tends he to go be invisible. Yeah. yeah, he says he'll make you those four nice plays, and then where where is he? But keep this in mind: Skip Bayless agrees with him, so I'm sure he's he should be number one, and uh, yeah, he'll be he'll be a Hall of Famer. And then I think I think. <laughs> Yeah, the, the heart of ESPN right there. Skip Bayless getting paid five mil, getting paid five mil, but he doesn't get let go. So, um, yeah, I think with this guy Garrett, I think he's just the right pick for the Browns. They got five picks in the top sixty-five, mm-hmm. so you got you got to have a good draft here if you're the Browns. It seems like they're just in a never-ending perpetual cycle of terrible, awful football. So mm-hmm. um, this will be their chance to kind of get out of that rut, and I think. With the performance that he put on in the combine, coupled with his 31 sacks over three three seasons at AM, I think he's your best bet there. Yep, looks like it. And um, what's kind of crazy, the first three picks, so going in, the Browns have Osweiler right now, correct? Right. All, th- all three of the first teams are in dire need of quarterbacks. They do. The Browns. Then the Niners and then the Bears. I don't know if the Bears. I mean the. Well, oh the, well, the, the Bears Browns, got Glennon. My bad. The Bears got Glennon. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Browns are gonna get a quarterback. I don't think they they got Iswaller. I guess they're just gonna have to see how he does right now. Let him be your rebuilding quarterback. No, or they if they like a quarterback enough to draft him, then they can the look to they deal they like Osweiler. Right. So I'm saying if they want to draft him, which they shouldn't do number one, but maybe if, the, if he's there at 12. Wednesday, Wednesday, 12. At 12. 12. If he's there at 12, they take him. And then Osweiler's a, a trading piece because, yeah, you can say what you want about him, but he has proven that he can win you know, a few games in the NFL, and there is some kind of you know promise there that maybe a team would want to take a shot on him rather than uh, Deshaun Watson or something like that. Yeah, right. I think I think second overall is too high for a guy with Deshaun Watson or Mitch Trubisky's talent to go. I don't think the 49ers are going to rush that quarterback so, situation there. I think they know they have a long way to go as it is, so I don't think they're going to rush that. Um, the mock draft has Malik Hooker um, out of Ohio State going to them, and then you got a, a couple really high high profile non QB guys, um, Jonathan Allen from Alabama. Um, he's on the defensive line. Um, and then they have Watson going to the Jaguars at four, which I don't think is going to happen. I understand. That. I think Unless he has Jaguars a better chance. Giving up on Blake Bortles. Right. Well, apparently there's problems with Bortles in the locker room and his passer rating has gone Watson very sad. No way. No way. Yeah, no. I don't think that Fournette. happens. I don't think Fournette that might go to the Jags. I think I could see Leonard Fournette going there. See, I um, see Fournette going to the Panthers. That's too late. You think that's too late? Where, where, where do you have McCaffrey going, then? McCaffrey, you know what's funny? We were on the way back from class, and we were saying, um, cause people think if McCaffrey was black, he'd be the first running back taken. Who said that? They have some big hang-up with white running backs, it's which they certainly have a point, but a, I don't think I mean, it's going to yeah. keep them Who's from drafting. your white running back? Your last good white running back is arguably Peyton Hillis. There's definitely a point there, but I don't think it's enough to say I yeah, can't draft I mean, this guy. I'm going to take the black guy over him. <laughs> is, I mean, it's it's a this thing. dude I, was electric, like in, in all por- oh, in all purpose yards. Didn't he break the NCAA record two That's years what, ago? I, like this, like, this kid's electric. If he was black, he'd be the first one overall, but he's not. So I think he's going to go behind Cook and Fournette. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think I think it could happen. So he's listed as the number two guy after Fournette right now in the top running backs available. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But 
<laughs> they have Fournette. They have Fournette going seventeenth to your skins. Which I think is a mistake. They I think need, it's too late. They need to draft the defensive lineman with that first pick. I don't care who's available on the board. They need to draft the defensive lineman. It's a great, if I'm not mistaken, it's a great defensive lineman it's class. It's a good defensive line. Um, yeah, that's what I They need to get a couple like. in the first couple of rounds. They need to draft all defense. Is that also the reason why it's a weak offensive guard class? Like, it's like kind of balance each other Balances out. Like out. a strong defensive line, weak offensive line. Very true. It's a good point. You know. No, I think there's no reason to take a running back at 17. So, so what about the Giants? Well, Jerry saw Jerry's statement said we're going to go out there and get the best guy available. You know, position yeah. needs aren't aren't a thing for us in this draft. So, I see a guy like um, the tight end out of Miami, um, David Njoku. That's how you say. Candy. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but definitely not. He's a very <laughs> very good um, tight end there. So that could f- Eli's always loved that solid tight end target. You know, get yeah. across. The I mean, and even if a guy like OJ Howard like falls that. to twenty three, I don't think he will. Um, but he's been unbelievable as well. He's, uh, I think he's the number one tight end prospect. Yes, he is. So Joku's too. I so. doubt. I doubt he'll fall. And I also doubt that they're going to go with a QB here. I, no, not for they, sure. They, there's no way they can waste a pick there. They have, there's too much need for uh, another back with Perkins, and there's mm-hmm. too much need for. Um, an offensive line, and even some key defensive pieces, too, for the G-Men. So I actually, if, if they go through with some sort of trade with the Pats or something to get Blunt, or is Blunt a free agent? No, Blunt's a free agent. Blunt's a free so, agent. I mean, maybe they sign Blunt. Uh, I think they're going to hold off to sign Blunt after this draft. The thing I think with the Giants, if the running backs of Fournette, um, They're going to see how the draft goes first. I think that would be smart. Cook, and yeah. McCaffrey, if they can get one of those guys, I don't think they're going to end up signing Blount. But if those three guys go before the Giants pick, I think Blount's, Blount's going to be a Giant. And uh, with Blunt. Um, and apparently he's boys it's with It's okay. Odell you can too. say Blunt. I, That's I, his I name. Say Blount. There's, a, there's an O in there. <laughs> but um, apparently Blunt's boys with the Giants. Uh, I mean, the Odell. Apparently they're good friends, so... We'll These boys with we'll who? Odell. Apparently him and Odell are pretty close friends. So That's great. <laughs> I mean, it's incentive. It's incentive. They said they match each other's needs, Blunt and the Giants. So. No, I think he's a great fit for the Giants if they can get Oh, it's, it's, it brings you back to the days with Perk. If you go Perkins and Blunt, it's like having Bradshaw and Jacobs. Like, we need that big back. We love having that big back. We, we, we are terrible on second and one and third and one. Awful. Awful running the football in those scenarios. And I think Blunt will really help. Yeah, well, Perkins, Perkins isn't a... No, we we haven't had a bruiser since, Jack, since Jacobs. We haven't had a bruiser in the backfield Debatable. since Brandon Jacobs. Yeah. No, yeah, a, a good one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So a guy like that will really, really help. It'll help the O-line, and it'll help Perkins. And Vereen will be a good third and long back now, you know. He doesn't, doesn't need him in there to block anymore. I mean, if he can stay healthy, if the guy can stay on the field. I mean, it's a good thing it's, it's, it's with his upper body, it's not his legs, you know. And then if a guy like Cam Robinson falls to you, I mean, they, they have him going 22nd to the Dolphins, Cam Robinson, out of Alabama. Um, so. I don't know. I really, don't, I really think they hinted that they're not going to go tackle first round. I don't think they're going to do it. Um, I don't think they'll do it. I think they're, they're definitely not going. Goo, or if they get one of those skill running backs, yeah. I think that's hopefully what what we're looking at here. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know, but say say for instance, ready hypothetical, um, Cook, Fournette, McCaffrey off the board. 
and then OJ Howard off the board. The tight end that you had mentioned is off the board. Um, I still think in this circumstance, if if any quarterback was still on the board, they would not draft him as the backup for Eli. So then, who would you take? I guess you go. You say Cam. Your, your, your next, your, your next need. No, he's still on. You like like Cam. What I'm saying is if if is if the top three running backs, Cook, Fournette, and McCaffrey go, no. and then. Njoku and Njoku and OJ Howard okay. off the board. You have to go O tackle. You can or I mean you can get one of your linebackers. You can go get a lot and I'm not saying TJ Watt, you have to go get him, but you got big linebacker names here. Where's he projected to go? You got Jer- Gerard Davis out Jer- of Florida. Linebacker. You got Ruben Foster. That's what I think. I think they go Ruben Foster, but Ruben Foster is not going to fall that far. You got Taco Charlton in Michigan. So, I mean, I guess there's a number of ways they can go here. But, uh, listen, I trust Jerry Reese 100%. He's had great drafts in prior years. So, I'm fully confident in him tomorrow night, however it plays out. So, I mean, I know last year they had the 10th pick. but um, And then last year's draft was a little screwy with – um, the Laramie Tunsil uh, gas mask video, yeah. that, that, that kind of screwed everything up. But um, the only thing relatively like that this year is uh, the Jabril Peppers thing, which I think we should get to. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently his agent or somebody came out and said that he literally drank too much water. He drank eight, like 8 to 10 gallons. Right, which, is, which, which I read is possible, but it's, it's got to have a negative impact on his draft stock here. Does he go in the first round here? Um... I don't think he's projected to go in the first round. I could see him going late first round. Um, might see him in the mid second rounder. I think. Because I mean, first it's of all, just his what talent is he going to play? That's I know. I, I know. But exactly, exactly. That's like his talent. J- just because he doesn't have a have a position doesn't take any anything away from his raw ability to play the game. I mean, in, I think it in, helps in terms of just, him, but he doesn't have a set position. The fact that he can yeah. play more than one of the team. Needs no, him. but it, it it does hurt him in the sense that teams are drafting to fill a void. Right. Right, so you draft. You know, there's not too many void. teams. They, there's not too many teams that are like, oh, like we can just draft him and then see where he winds up. No, but they if got a guy guys, that says, I want to taking the most talented guy on the board right now, regardless of the position. You're going to take him in the late first round. Yeah, I or, guess so. Or early second I guess round, so. whatever. If if worse comes to worse for a bottom of the team, say you know your your Chiefs, your Cowboys, Steelers, right. Falcons, Pats, you know. Exactly. So. Um, Imagine if, the, if Mike Williams is there from Clemson, do Giants grab him if he falls that far? He's not going to fall that far. Oh, he's going to go that far. If he does I think, fall that I far. I think most mocks have him top 10, definitely top 15. I'd be, yeah. that, that, that'd be shocking if he fell to 23. Then there's no reason for him to. I think he's got to be the number one or two wide receiver in this draft class. Yeah, he's number one. He's yeah. the best wide receiver in the draft, yeah. hands down. So. I can see him going to Philly if, he, if he's there at 10. Yeah, I don't know if John, John – how high do you think John Ross is going to go? You think he'll get outside the top 20 or inside the top 20? Who? John Ross, fastest 40 of the combine. Uh, it's tough. I, I, I mean, it's just, it's just based on speed, so what are you going to do? Um, it's it's tough to project that. Yeah. Well, I think For, for to, that guy, I don't know if he had... The Panthers. Panthers love running guys down the field and letting Cam throw the ball deep. So I, I'm telling you, I like Fournette to the Panthers tomorrow night. I think that's going to happen. If they falls I think that's to one, if it falls. You want to make a falls. bet? If it falls. If it falls. You think, you think Fournette's going to go before eight? 
I, I don't see why not. I think he could go to the Jets. No way. No way. No way. No I way. Can, I think, he I think you're thinking too highly him. of the the effect of Ezekiel Elliott is going to have on this draft, which I think he does have some kind of effect, but not... I wasn't even not, thinking about Ezekiel Elliott. I'm just saying that I think that like, that has something to do with your thinking right here, whether you know it or not. I don't think he's going to go before eight. Bears, they're probably going to roll with Howard. Titans, they got Murray and Henry. They don't need no one. Jets have an old Matt Forte. Um, Chargers... I mean, well, really don't need all right, let, let's talk about the Jets for a second. Well, I mean, we're kind of running long on this, Panthers but the Jets can go in any direction. They okay. could go in, in any direction. direction. And with the sixth pick, no matter who goes off, they're just going to take the next best guy there. You know, they got a long way to go. I think they draft the quarterback. Yeah, maybe. Who, though? Whichever one's available. Either of the two. I don't know if a quarterback's even going to go top five here. Then the, then the, the first quarterback happen. might go at six. No, then. they got it. The quarterback's got to go. They, they got, it's got to go. Someone's going to take a quarterback, whether it's the Browns or, or San Fran's got to take a quarterback. Like, like I said before, I I don't know if, if they necessarily need to rush that. The, yeah, 49ers aren't going. They'd anywhere. rather pick up a, a, another piece Anytime there. Soon. And and they also just signed Pierre. Do you remember Pierre Garcon? Was he getting eight mil a year there yeah. for what? Who's throwing in the ball? Exactly. Yeah, unless they're waiting on Cousins for next year, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's move forward from this. We'll see how that plays out tomorrow night. Do you want to take me up on that bet? Wait, Fournette to the Panthers. And, and you're saying, wait, all right, I'll, I'll bet that Fournette goes to the Carolina Panthers tomorrow night. If I didn't you, the Panthers were so high. No, that's very possible. Top yeah, they're pick. eight. Yeah, I thought they were lower for some reason. Okay. Yeah, no, right. he's going to be a top ten pick, basically is what I was saying. All right, Fournette. So yeah, let it be known. Everybody just saw he you could go back down. To the Jets. Back down. I think he could go to the Jets, but he could go higher. Okay. Hold on. We got my friend here on the phone here. Uh, oh, yeah. What's up, Chris? Yeah, what's up? So Jets, Try to get it, could like, they... So people can hear it. Could they uh, potentially, for the sixth year in a row, take a quarterback? Uh, no, absolutely not. They signed McCown. So that's going to be their starting quarterback? For week one, uh, it'll be their starting quarterback for week one. I don't know about week seventeen, but to start the season, yeah, it's going to be McCown. So Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Watson on the board. Jets aren't taking them. No, I, I agreed with, with whoever said that the Jets are getting the next best player. Me, I think. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's how they got to go. <laughs> they did it with Leonard Williams, and it worked out. They have to keep rolling with that type of a strategy. Okay. So what's a guy that you think they'll get? Who's a guy? A linebacker? Ruben Foster. Ruben Foster is speaking to me. Linebacker. You think he's going that high? You think he's going six overall? A lot of mocks have him in the 20s. No. I, I think that a lot of people slept on Khalil Mack, who obviously should have been the first pick in that draft. I think that Ruben Foster has a run-stopping ability of an established NFL veteran at middle linebacker. Plus, the Jets do have a need at middle linebacker. David Harris is getting up in age. Darren Lee was a bust. You need to you need to pick the best defensive player. I think he's the best defensive player. Well, the Jets are stopping the run. We're pretty good last year. Well, I think he brings up a good point. Season. I think he brings up the, a good point. I mean, the Jets ha- must have the oldest defense in football. Well, with Revis, yeah. Well, I mean, with, with Revis gone now, maybe not, but... It's got to be up there. there, though. Their linebackers are all over 30. So not no yeah. offensive side of the ball here? 
if you do, you go lineman, but this is a weak lineman draft. It is a weak lineman draft, but Mike, a guy like Mike Williams, you got the sixth pick, he'll, he could be there. Who's going to throw it to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you said the best player question. available. <laughs> no, nah, not for a wide receiver. You got The Jets, when the Jets succeeded when we were in high school, they dominated the line of scrimmage. You have to get back to that. Get a linebacker that can plug holes. Get a lineman that can control the other man. That's what they need to be drafting right now. Well, the, yes, the offensive uh, tackle class is weak this year, so... Yeah, so you go defense. And obviously Miles Garrett is going to be gone. We don't need defensive linemen. We need linebackers. All right. Good points, good points. So no Deshaun Watson if he's there. No, he's not an NFL quarterback. Don't kid yourself. (laughs) He'll be better than Dak Prescott. Give him time. Yeah, if he finds himself on a team that's better than the Cowboys... He won't, because the Cowboys were probably the best team heading into that draft. Yeah, with I mean, that line. With, with Watson, what's going to happen? A team like maybe like Buffalo will take Watson. He'll have no one to throw it to, and then everyone will be like, oh, what a bust. It's the cycle, dude. It happened to EJ Manuel, who was supposed to be the next big thing. It happened to Tyrod Taylor, and now it's going to happen to him. Well, I think, I think the Bills still owe Tyrod Taylor about $27 million, if I'm not mistaken yeah i mean i was just using the bills as like an example yeah no that, that that's a that's yeah. a great example to use believe me yeah. <laughs> like there's just like there's just a cycle of busts and i feel like watson and trubinsky are both in that this is a terrible draft class by the way i mean i don't know if it's so much of a terrible draft class per se it's just weird positionally and i think that's throwing a lot of people off i wouldn't discount any of the talent in this draft class I think That's it's just weird for people to put their eyes on. Well, I think the only quarterback taking here is Deshaun Watson. I don't think there's any other quarterback quarterback worth taking here. You have an ACC quarterback in Trubinsky that can be worse than Ryan Leaf in, in easily. So I think Deshaun Watson is the only guy taken. And, and, and you got Mahomes out of Texas Tech. Mock draft have the, has him going 13th to the Cardinals. And as the second quarterback off the board, they got Watson going fourth to the Jaguars, which is just not going to happen tomorrow night. But no, that won't happen. So whatever. I mean, I mean, the Giants should get Mahomes. That's my opinion. Ah, uh, it's t- if he's there in the second round, maybe, maybe he will be. He will be. He'll probably be there in the third round. I don't think anyone's going to risk it on a quarterback, not with the free agent markets. I would rather sign Colin Kaepernick than draft one of these quarterbacks. One, one, two, the Giants need to address their needs. Starting quarterback is just not one of them. I mean, knock on wood, Eli in 13 years has not missed a single game. No, it's not a starting quarterback. You draft him and you No, I know. I, un- I understand that. Spot. Right. You don't waste a first-round pick on that, but if he's there in the second round, you got to take it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out tomorrow night. It should be a good draft, so we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Yes. Thank right. you, Chris. We're, we're sorry about Thank your you. upcoming de- uh, Jet season. That's all right. I'll be Condolences. my TV. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Take care. Peace. Thank you. All right. So now let's get into some NBA. Um, you guys want to start with your bet nonsense? Go ahead, Lou. Yeah. Joe owes me a nice solid 40 bucks because, you know, Westbrook obviously... Uh, beat James Harden in points, assists, and rebounds. And he was also the first player ever to go 100 points, 50 rebounds, 50 assists in game one of a playoff series. And the series only went five games. 
Okay, but he lost all four games for his team in the fourth quarter. He lost the game. You know what? He didn't have good fourth quarters. But did he, he lose the game? Horrible he, fourth quarter. You can't say Westbrook lost the game for them. He said he didn't perform for them in the fourth. So quarter. I read something on Twitter. I read something on Twitter. Um, it said Russell West, Russell Westbrook is like a single mom raising ten kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is Pretty though. Much. It's okay. It's a fact that he doesn't have help. We all get that. But it seems like in the fourth quarter. He doesn't want to even let them try to do anything for him. He just wants because to do everything. He can't he, okay, but he can't them. do everything by himself. There's two minutes left. I forget which game it was. They were only down a couple, and he took a shot. You know how like they sometimes pump fake, try to get him to jump, and then they bang into him. He didn't even pump fake. He just deliberately banged into somebody and threw up a brick. Next possession did the same exact thing. He can't do it all by himself. So you pass the ball a little bit in the fourth quarter, and then let your teammates let you down, and then you say they let me down instead of trying to do everything oh, come yourself. On. The player's going to get up on the stand and say, "Yeah, my teammates let." No, he's not going to no. say it, but we're si- no. I'm sitting here telling you that wait, Russell wait, wait, Westbrook wait, wait. lost these games. Listen. He lost these games because he, he took every shot. Passed the ball and let them make the mistakes. And he said, I did all I could. I can't do it on my own. They have to make some shots. Listen. It's, go ahead. In, in game four, all right, Roberson went like, I think, 2 of 17 from the line. They kept fouling him, mm-hmm. right? And that is just embarrassing, it's disgusting. Man. You're in the NBA. You're a professional basketball player, and you can't work for hours on end to fix that? Mm-hmm. Get out of town. That is that is mind-blowing to me. And I know Roberson's a pretty good defensive player. That's why he's out there on the court in the first place. He does nothing on offense. But I do agree with you, Joe, that Russ is just taking these crazy shots. I mean, given the minus 18-point differential in Game 4, which lost the Rockets that game mm-hmm. to tie the series at 2-2, I mean, Russ is still throwing up these really selfish looks. Oh, God. In the fourth quarter, yes, he's very selfish in the fourth quarter. But can we blame him? Absolutely not. You cannot blame yeah. him for I don't blame him. having to do everything. He does him. everything. Right. He Our, passes the ball to everyone, and he scores in the first three quarters. He, 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 he gets, I love to see a stat. He must get most of his assists in the first three quarters. He had a double. He didn't have a triple double by the end of the first At half. At the end of the first half, right. Yeah. But back to our bet. It's if I I lost this bet first. I made this bet because I don't watch the Thunder enough. If I watched the Thunder enough, I would have realized the way Russell Westbrook plays, and I would have never made this bet. I think he won by like plus sixty five to Harden. Harden didn't have a bad series. He didn't have a great series, but he didn't have a bad series. No, his assist and rebound numbers are nothing right. compared to Westbrook. Well, right. Beverly had a phenomenal Beverly series, and so did Nene. Right. right. That's why James Harden is not the most valuable player in the NBA. But I don't think Westbrook is either. I don't well. think Westbrook is either because in the fourth quarter, time and time again, you see him. With the ball in his hands, because he wants it in his hands, he it doesn't to want to rely on his teammates, which they're probably not that reliable, but he chooses to just do everything himself, do too much, and he costs his team the games. Okay, so moving forward, um, tonight we got two game fives, Boston uh, and Chicago, and then Atlanta versus Washington. Those series have looked pretty close. I think Boston is going to come over the hump here and come back and beat the Bulls. The Bulls just look like they're lost, they lost since, they're done. since uh in game three, game three and four, um, Houston obviously advances. They'll play the winner of Sacramento. I'm Sacramento, San Antonio, and Memphis. Yeah. Um, San Antonio's up three two. Game six is tomorrow night, I believe. Um, then Utah will. Utah has a three two lead right now over the Clippers. Uh, the Steve Ballmer face was all over the internet last night. That was, was that was pretty funny to see. Yeah. Did you see Chris Paul's getting a interview and the guy goes, you know? Do you guys expect to be back here at Game 7? And Chris Paul's like, 
What do you want me to say? Uh, you know, we might be. We could. Yeah, okay. like that's a really. Like, do you know why everyone's laughing? That's here? a pretty like, terrible. You've been a reporter for a, a long time. He's like, question. you know, ask a real question. And the 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 question the reporter asked Westbrook was actually a good question. It I mean, was. not that he's gonna say that, but I mean, it kind of puts him on the spot because he's just saying what everybody was thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's ugly in its in its context, but that's what everybody's thinking. Outscored by fifty eight points with him on the bench. <laughs> I MVP. mean, that's crazy. That's MVP alone. That's he's crazy. the most valuable player. Period. That's great. When he's on the when he's on the court. This yeah, year, was, this year he indeed that was. That was insane. But he Rondo's not, they did not list Rondo out for the rest of the series. Although he is not playing. He's gonna try to play game night. six. Yeah. He's gonna try to come back for game six. Did he say he had a, something fractured in his? I hand? think he's got a fractured thumb. That's yeah. you can you really it's tough. Is it in his shooting hand? If it's on his non-shooting hand. I mean, either way you Lou cut the cake. I, mean, I played work, yeah. with Jam Pinky. I still was able to make. <laughs> yeah, Lou. You know, oh, tape off now. I got, I got some mobility <laughs> here, but. No, I think all of the NBA, the first round playoffs, actually haven't been as bad as I thought they were going to be. They've been pretty good. No, you got, well, you got two great series in the East tied up two two. I would say great series. They're they're great been, they've been pretty it's good. Tied up they've been pretty two. good. They've been good. They've been pretty. They've been good. I mean, I think the Boston will win in six. I think. Oh, now you think Boston's going to win in six? Six. What did I say? You told me that they were going to. It was going to be the seven. Fault, seven. I'm still going to say seven. Okay. You're right. You're right. I thought they were. Uh, yeah, two two. Which means I think the Bulls and every team is one. Every road team has won in that series so far. So Chicago won two in Boston, and Boston won two yes. in Chicago. So we're running at thirty minutes. So let's um, speed it up here a little bit. Let's go to the NHL. So tonight is the start of the first round action with the Western Conference. You got Nashville and St. Louis on at eight. Nashville's coming mm-hmm. off a three four zero sweep of the Blackhawks, and then you got Edmonton and Anaheim at ten thirty. And then tomorrow night you got the Rags and the Sens. And then um, Sid the Kid versus Ovi. Mm-hmm. So should be pretty fun coming up here um, to see who gets the bid for the Western and Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Finals. What is that looking like for us, Hockey Guy Joe? Well, Hockey Guy Joe only got two out of eight first-round matchups right, but the, those two I got correctly were my Stanley Cup pick. I had Pittsburgh and Edmonton. They're the only two that I got right to advance. Um, I like the Oilers a lot. They're young. They're fast. Nashville's coming off the huge sweep of Chicago. I think they'll keep rolling. So I like Nashville and Edmonton. And in the East, I think uh, it wouldn't be, you know, Washington's not going to choke because they did beat Toronto. You know, losing to Pittsburgh wouldn't be this great collapse. I think Pittsburgh will beat them in seven. And the Rangers, I guess I got to go with the Rangers. I don't I don't know. The Senators, I think they'll give them a tougher series than Montreal, but I think the Rangers no, can win in six or seven. Yes, Lou, the other hockey god, thinks no, that think, uh, the Senators the are going Going to the uh, conference. How many Ottawa yeah, Senator games really have a, you watched this year? You're really an encyclopedia. I'm going to tell you right now the Rangers, of hockey knowledge. Rangers are going to win in, in six max. <laughs> you think that because six the Ottawa Senators are not there every year? If it was a Capitals or a Penguins or a like, what Bruins or a Canadians, you'd be saying that was going to be a great series. Sends, you know what? Cap sends that. I think that series will go to seven, and you know we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I think you know Rangers got this one. They got this one in six. They got it. They got it. Put it in the bag. Yeah, I mean, listen, got it. the the Caps Pens is really the hot, the feature series Absolutely. Here. by oh, far. Yeah. It's there, there's so much riding on it, you know. If if Crosby if, if Crosby wins, he's in place to get back to a cup again for the second year mm-hmm. in a row and, and repeat. And mm-hmm. then if Ovi loses, he's he's yet to make it past the second round mm-hmm. still. So I mean, I read something that the Pens. I think the last four trips to the Stanley Cup, they had to get through Washington to get there. So this would be the fifth time. They're wow. The last five. Wow. That's a, that's a number right there. I think the so, Rangers rather play the Caps, right? Uh, <coughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I believe so. 
I think the Gwyns are pretty good and Caps are choke artists. I mean, so. either way, it's that's that's going to be... They're going to have their hands full regardless. Yeah, yeah. they're going to have to play oh, one yeah. hell of a series. Yep. Preds. So, Preds. Jeets, Jeets and Jeb have bought the Marlins. Jeter obviously needed some help with some private equity partners to buy the Miami Marlins. I think it went the sale. The final sale was 1.6 billion, I believe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So he obviously had a group of guys backing him up, but since Jeter was there, you know, everybody was pretty much on board. I believe for him to get this done in in the time since he retired is pretty remarkable. Yeah. I think, and it just speaks to you know how he was on and off the field. So he's tr- clearly a baseball mind, and um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what he does mm-hmm. with that franchise. Mm-hmm. I think it's a franchise on the on the rise a little bit. I think they're they're young. They have yep. a lot of talent. I was telling you the other day. Obviously, it's a shame with the you know, the obvious with right. Fernandez, but yep. they're still a team that that outfield is one of the best in the league. Um, D Gordon's nice. D Gordon, yeah, they're, they're a team on the rise. They just need maybe you know a starting pitcher or two. And it's funny be, that David Phelps is their closer. You know, you saw him as a starter reliever for the Yankees. Now he's closing. For the he's Marlins. not too too terrible, if he's I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just gives me another reason to root against the Mets, which we all like. I, I like the Marlins a lot. I, I wish they weren't in my division. I like them a lot. Yeah, Donnie Baseball mm-hmm. is a manager. Mm-hmm. I think he's a phenomenal manager. Um, back Lawrence when he was with gone. the Dodgers, I, I had always, always wanted Donnie Baseball to get a ring because he so deserved one with the Yanks. And he yeah. retires in 95 after they lose to the, the, the Mariners. And then the Yanks obviously went on their run after that. But mm-hmm. So good for Jeets. Guys just killing the game of life he really is so um you want to go Mets update first yeah it's not much of an update they're still uh in their funk they've yeah. lost uh under really 500 eight eight of nine they've lost they're sitting at eight and eleven they rained out last night they got two against Atlanta at home um you know they're starting to get a little healthy Cespedes uh, is back Darno's back um got Syndergaard throwing tomorrow um and then they got to go to Washington this weekend so hopefully they'll have a little bit more uh competitive series than they did last week when the Nats swept the Mets City Field. Yeah, yeah the Mets are uh, in bad shape. You know, they need Bruce and Cespedes to go yard a lot this year if they want to stay competitive, win some games. You saw, we all saw what happened last they week. They both have to go yard simultaneously. Yeah, we, yeah. Saw, we saw what happened last week when Jay Bruce had to hit two home runs and have five RBIs for the Mets to win because right after I said yeah, that. Yeah, the fact that so you said that happened. and it actually worked that's out happened. that way, that's, that's exactly that was a miracle, okay, What's bro? Miracle? Don't, don't, don't pat yourself on the back too much for that one. I do double pass. I give myself two, two pats on the back there. Talk about your Yankees. That, you, that, you know, how they're winning the World Series this year. Go ahead. The Yankees aren't winning the World Series this year. The Yankees can go to the playoffs, though. <laughs> they're carried by the moonshots of Aaron Judge. I've never seen, seen a man hit baseballs that far before. Just, con, just consistently. Pretty sure you said the same thing last year about Gary Sanchez. Just consistently. No, I didn't. Appreciate it. Absolutely not. I'll find the video. Go nope. Ahead. Go ahead. Find the video. <laughs> Do it. Go ahead. Get on your phone. Start looking because there's no video of me saying that. Yeah, like he's going to put the volume yeah, on. Yeah, he's going to put the volume the show. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> No, Judge is just just a monster. Continues to hit over 450 foot shots, and just really, really exciting guy to watch. I can't wait to see what he does in Fenway. I'm ready for him to just put one like out of center field, just out of the park, out of center field. See what happens. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, the Yanks are getting a lot of production out of Headley, which nobody thought. No. A lot of production out of Ellsbury, which nobody thought, and then a lot of production out of Castro, which 
people was like 50-50, like maybe 40-60 of that happening. But it's happening. They're hitting. Mm-hmm. They're pitching. They're just flat out winning baseball games. They lost a tough one on Sunday to the Pirates, 2-1. to one. Um, The game last night got rained out up in Boston, but now they will – Reboot again tonight. I think it's Severino versus Porcello. And then you got the big Tanaka pitching versus, matchup Tanaka tomorrow. Tonight. Tanaka sailed tonight, dude. No, nah, it's, Se- it's Severino tonight. tonight. No, Tanaka. Yeah, then the Yankees Twittered and tweeted out. Tanaka yeah. v. Sale. I'm like 90% sure. 90? Right? Yeah. Well, you got to account for the other 10% because Tanaka. Severino's pitching. Uh, Severino, Porcello. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Sale and Tanaka will go tomorrow. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It, 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 everybody just gets pushed yeah, back a down, which yeah. is good for Tanaka. Mark my words, he's going to throw a gem on extra rest. He always does. He does. He's always very does. True. Very true. So, and then they have the Orioles this weekend, and you guys are going to the game on Saturday. Saturday. Right. You're okay. not coming. So, no. You're out? No, I got, I got stuff going on. What right. time is the game? 1 o'clock. Sweet. For the 10th time. Yeah. Um, so two big divisional games coming question. up. The Orioles have been great, so this is a really good test of a, a good stretch of games for the Yanks um, to show us really what yeah. they're made of. And uh, Hicks has got to play for Gardner. Done. Gardner, get out of the lineup. Yeah, Gardner. was with Joe Girardi, but Aaron Hicks, you, 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 you've been mashing. Four home runs this year in limited time. He's been mashing. Gardner, I think, has seen his day. I wish they had traded him for something, but at the same time, it's like, what what difference would it have made anyway? So, right. whatever. And Ivan Nova, worst, worst decision. Trading him for absolutely nothing. Yeah, worst decision. Trading Dude, he must have nothing. had a 30 ERA with the Yankees. He was so brutal. And, of nothing. course, he comes back and throws a game Sunday us. against us Destroys and just mows us down. It was very funny. It was his first <laughs> walk in, like, almost 200 batters, and he walked Jordan Montgomery. Which was pretty funny. That's that that's pretty, pretty crazy. That's 200 pretty batters, wow. Who would have known? He learned how to pitch. Yeah, right? It, Damn. That pitching coach is pretty good. He developed J.A. Happ, I believe, too. So, hey, so, all right. Good for him. Really quick, uh, crazy stat here. 166. Sabermetrics. Sabermetrics alert. Games. The last 166 games between the Yankees and the Red Sox. It's been... Um, the series was 88 and 88, 83 and 83. Tied up 42 and 42 at Yankee Stadium, 41 and 41 at Fenway. Wow. It's, it's pretty Numbers right pretty, there. Pretty crazy. Greatest robbery in sports. Yes, it is. So Hands that down. game's on Only in like 45 better. minutes. Yeah. I got to go. I'm going to miss that because I got to do some shooting for some films. So yeah, sounds like a good time. Up. Yeah, you gotta help me out with that actually. Yeah, you got till seven. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I, uh, sorry, I debunked you on the uh, starting pitching tonight. My bad. I didn't mean to embarrass you. <laughs> no, before. it's all right. It happens. It happens. It's the rain out. The rain out. It was the it's rain. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. A little, it threw you off a little bit. Threw, threw you off. Threw me off a little bit. But um. All right, that's the show. Too. We got. To, we got to get into Bumgarner, man. Oh come on, no, dude! Yeah, we're running on like forty in minutes. Case here. Chris Hupper's nobody's watching, watching this anymore. Who's watching this right now? Who's Hupper watching might, this? Might be. But no, really, let's get into bump the ATV crash. Out two months. Doesn't need doesn't need surgery, thankfully. And I think the Giants are just now a shit show, and it, it, they're done. I think they're going to come in second to last or last in that in that division. Yeah, it's definitely not shaping up well for them. I, like, who's more of a quintessential redneck than Madison Bumgarner is? <laughs> I mean, I picture him when he was growing up like he was the horse on the farm for his family. Like he was he had like the, he, he was the, the noble steed. He was the noble steed like just doing all the work and that's why he's so yoked and like strong as hell. I'm actually surprised that he crashed a dirt bike and got injured. I don't I didn't I'm I really didn't think he could 
possibly get injured. And ever. Crushes like, pitching ever. Arm. That's the one thing that got messed up is his yeah. pitching arm. But watch, he'll come back like throwing even harder because he's just an <laughs> animal. It could yeah. happen. And Eric Timms is mashing for the Brewers still. Yeah, what's he at, 11, he says, 12? I got a lot of blood and a lot of urine, so let me know. He said that? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. He came from overseas, I believe. I don't think he was a... He was from Korea, yeah, yes. Yeah, Korea. He if you notice, he Korea. wears this... Uh, he bats on the left side, so he wears this uh, huge elbow thing with a bunch of Korean things on it. So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, he's got, I think, sure. 11 home runs now on the year. He's probably drug tested like three times already. Yeah. I think nine of them were against the Reds or something like who, that. Well, who knows? Who knows what the Koreans were feeding them over there for yeah, four right. years, five yeah, years. So, oh, come on. All right, that's the show. <laughs> that's it. All right. Also, Peterson to the Saints and Lynch to the Raiders.